In the place where I grew up, Secaucus, New Jersey, the community had a lot of residents from Italian descent. I think there were about four or five pizzerias in the town of Secaucus. Uh, probably the most pizzerias per capita than any place in the country. This little place in Secaucus, and one was good as the next, but if you wanted to get into an argument with someone, yeah. You just claim that your pizzeria made the absolute best pizza in the whole town and, and see where that got you. There were pizza boxes. You've tried the rest, now try the best, right? Trouble was is that the pizzerias all bought their supplies off of the same place. And so more than one pizzeria was using this pizza box with their name on it. Could never figure that one out. Who's the best? Who's the greatest? Where do you get the best slice of pizza? Maybe that's not the kind of things we worry about here in Minnesota. What football team is the best? What hockey team is the best? Who is the highest realtor in sales in our community? Which student or grandstud grandkid in this congregation has the highest GPA? Or who is the fastest? Or which is getting into the best school? We worry about such things. Who is the greatest? Ranking is real important for us. For somehow, the way and the place in which we're ranked said something about our person. Whether we are worthy, whether we are valuable members of the family, the church, the community, our nation, the world. We want to see where we rank. Where do we line up? That was the concern on the minds of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, in this morning's gospel. They were concerned at where they were going to sit. Now, in the ancient world, where you sat was a physical sign of your greatness and your ranking in a community. If you were real important, you were the host of the meal. But then to the right of that person was the most important honored guest in the room. In fact, at some banquets, where you sat even mattered what you were served. The better cuts of meat, the better food for those who were seated in the best places, who were ranked the highest in the community. So James and John, they left their father's fishing business they left dad in the boat with the hired hands repairing the nets with the boats. They had some wealth. They had some prominence in that day. And so they were concerned about their ranking. Where do they fit in in terms of the other disciples? And Jesus, you can just imagine, he's, what am I going to do with this group of people? What am I going to do with these disciples? Oy! That's what they would have said back in Sea Caucus. Actually, they would have said a few other things, but I'm preaching, and I can't use that language in church. Can't believe these people. Do you still not get it, James and John? 
Meanwhile, the other ten are over there thinking the same question, but now glad that these two stepped out on the limb, right? Gee, I'm glad. Oh, I can't believe you would ask. Meanwhile, they're thinking the same thing. I can't believe you're concerned about your place in this community, about your value depending upon where you sit at my table. Don't you know that the kingdom in which I have been proclaiming, this kingdom which you have been following, operates on a different set of standards? When the world is seeking to be the best and win, the kingdom of God is seeking out the least in order to serve. Have you not seen it, James and John and the rest of you? Have you not seen it when the one who is seated at the right hand of God, the one who is seated at the place in the highest heaven, the one who created the stars and the moons, created the planets and the peoples, when that one came down to earth, to live not an exalted existence in the highest and most wealthiest and most powerful places, but was born in Bethlehem and serves those who are in need. Do you not see that the kingdom of God is based on love and love from God? A love that runs deeper than all our rankings and wealth and possessions, a love that runs to right to the heart of each and every person created in the image of God. Because of God's love, because we have been created in that love, each of us have worth. The rankings of the world do not matter. For in the face of God, each of us are beloved. Those who follow in the path of the kingdom of God are invited to take that standard and put it front and center. Allow for your life, for community to live as though everyone is loved and treasured and worthwhile in the face of God. Jesus invites us to be a different kind of community. And yet, sadly, the church, we get into the ranking system too. We may not be serving pizza. We may not have a box that says, you tried the best, rest now, try the best. But we concern ourselves with which church has the most people attending on a Sunday morning? Or which church for Christmas can I experience a symphony orchestra and a camel on Christmas Eve? And where can I go on Easter and get a chance to win a TV? Believe it or not, yes. That was happening here in Minnesota a couple of years ago. Which group has the largest senior ministry? And which community are the youth 
held up on a pedestal and hundreds at a time gather and have wonderful pictures that we can print in the paper. We concern ourselves about those rankings and we feel inferior. We feel not worthy if we don't match up as high as someone else. Folks, Jesus instructs his disciples that the kingdom of God is found in the love of God. And that love of God is got to be what drives a community that follows Jesus' name. We ought not to be concerned about the rankings of the world, the competition. We should be concerned with who needs to be welcomed. As a church, where can we share the love of God in this community in which we are planted? How can we share God's grace and God's welcome to those who are discarded and held away? And on a personal level, how might each one of us who are fed here at this table where your space has been prepared by Jesus, how might each of us in all the places we live this week share the grace of God, the welcome of Christ? How might we forgive one another? How might we listen in a time when political divisions divide us? How might we be the one who listens and honors another viewpoint that is different from ourselves. How might we serve? How might we not care what's printed on the pizza box, but instead, how might we concern ourselves with the meal that is shared freely, the meal inside that tastes so good, the meal that will warm our hearts and will connect us with one another. May we follow a different path and may we be the servants. Amen.